This is your brother James, and this is everything porn, sex, and relationships. Uh, this is our scripture memory chapter episode. We're in 1 Corinthians 6, and we're at verse 14, so we're almost done. It's 20 verses. We're about seven episodes away from being done with 1 Corinthians 6, which means we'll have to go to something else, maybe 1 Corinthians 7. Um, anyway, I hope you have enjoyed following along with how to accidentally memorize a chapter of scripture. Now you, you might already be noticing how you can recall some of the, uh, verses that we've already gone over. And that's the point. The point is to be able to recall scripture, uh, from when you're in the fight. Uh, that's what, that's what it's there for. So, just to get going, if no one's ever told you today that God's will for your life is that you abstain from sexual immorality. First uh, Thessalonians 4, verse 3. Um, you might ask, well, what is sexual immorality? Sexual immorality is not just the act of committing sexual sin, whether in... in uh, physically committing it, which is sex outside of marriage or doing it in your mind or speaking it out in forms of like a sext. Um, those of you who don't know what sexting is, I never actually have sexted, but I do know what it is. You have sex basically over a text, you know, using pictures and, and speaking it out. Um, that is something that I didn't necessarily know until recently. And I actually had a situation where I could have engaged in that. And I did resist, thank God. By the grace of God, I resisted because I definitely wanted to with a young lady online uh, via Facebook. So that's a good thing that didn't happen because then I'd be up here telling you that I folded. And uh, I'm not really against letting you guys know when I fold. Because uh, sometimes that does happen. Uh, it doesn't happen too often, but it does happen. Um, for me, sexual immorality is when I ejaculate. Like uh, I have grace. God gives me grace prior to that. But at the moment I do ejaculate is when I do find myself in a place of extreme remorse. And it's not good. Now, for everybody, it's different, right? Uh, you, you, God might give you grace up until the point where you have sex, right? He might give you grace up until the point where you watch porn. Um, so it's different for everybody. But I will tell you that it is sin when you plan to have sex with somebody in your mind uh, through speaking, uh, you know, through sexting, or when you actually commit it outside of marriage. You might say, well, uh, I'm living with my girlfriend right now. We don't have sex. Well, the only thing I have to say to that is that you are taking your chances when you face God and you don't think that you're in sin. You're taking your chances. I'm not going to tell you it's sin because I don't know. Uh, that's between you and God. But I will say I just uh, I've got to a point where I don't want to take the chance that I'm going to show up on the last day and have to find out that what I was doing was actually sin when I could have avoided it by just uh, being a little more on the cautious side. Okay. 
Uh, so that's all I have to say about that. Um, let's get going. First Corinthians six, starting in verse one, we're going to focus in verse 14. It's a very short verse. Dare any of you having a matter against another go to law before the unrighteous and not before the saints. Do you not know the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? If then you have judgments concerning things pertaining to this life, do you point those who are least esteemed by the church to judge? I say this to your shame. Is it so that there is not a wise man among you, not even one, who will be able to judge between his brethren? But brother goes to law against brother, and that before unbelievers. Now therefore, it is already another failure for you that you go to law against one another. Why do you not rather accept wrong? Why do you not rather let yourselves be cheated? No, you yourselves do wrong and cheat, and you do these things to your brethren. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are, excuse me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Foods for the stomach and the stomach for foods, but God will destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God both, <clears throat> and God both raised up the Lord and will raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord. And will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord. And will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord. And will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord. And will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord. And will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised us up the Lord. And will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised us raised up the Lord and will also will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? The two, he says, shall become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So, again, that was verse 14. I'm in the New King James, for those of you who may have struggled because maybe you're in the NIV or the ESV or somewhere else and the words didn't quite line up. 
Um, you know, you can get the Bible app on your phone and, and switch the translation and you can go back and, and do it again with us. Uh, anyway, that being said, I tend to find that people who have justified having sex before marriage or even, you know, not even getting married and, and being with somebody, uh, outside of marriage, but also making it out to be that God's okay with it. Right. Um, I, the only argument I can get from somebody is to use verse eight, uh, 16, where it says, or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her for the two, he says shall become one flesh in verse 16. If somebody tried to argue that point with me, I understand why they're trying to justify sin. I've never had anybody try to argue that with me. And I don't think that they know that because if they knew that, I would at least understand why they're trying to justify it. Not necessarily, I don't agree with it. And the Bible doesn't agree with it. And God doesn't agree with it because he says, you know, sexual immorality is, you know, your body is for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So uh, God wants to use us. And the way he uses us is when we give ourselves completely over to him, not in sexually immoral behavior. Now, there is a scripture in Hebrews 13, if you go there real quick. Because some people will try to argue that you don't... I, I've heard this before, and it's weird. It's weird, but people will try to argue that you're not going to be married, or you are not. You don't have to be married to have sex, right? Um, it happens in the church all the time, right? And I don't, you know, I don't, I don't understand. But there is a scripture to combat this. And it is in 13, let's just start in verse 1. It says, let brotherly love continue. Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by so doing, some have unwittingly entertained angels. Remember the prisoners as if chained with them. Those who are mistreated, since you yourselves are in the body also. Marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled. But fornicators and adulterers God will judge. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? So that that right there in verse 4, marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled. So you can use that scripture. Now, when people try to argue that the scripture that you told them, this one in particular, is not like, you know, well, that was written for so-and-so. Well, they obviously do not believe the whole Bible to be true. And that is okay for them because, uh, well, it's, 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 it's okay for them to see it that way, but they are taking their chances with God on the last day who has the power to save or to destroy. James chapter 4, um, verse... It's like 11 or 12 uh, talks about that. James chapter 4, it says, Do not speak evil. Excuse me, verse 11. Do not speak evil of one another, brethren. He speaks evil of his brother and judges his brother, speaks evil of the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There's one lawgiver who, who is able to save and to destroy. Who are you to judge another? So the point is, let them believe that. You walk away. You don't get in an argument with them. You walk away. 
and they are taking their chances with the Lord. And that's between them and God, not between you and them. Amen. Uh, this is your brother, James, and this was everything porn, sex, and relationships.